Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. So Eric, my friend, let's jump into some outdated rules. Uh, are, you, are you an Android guy or an, or an iPhone guy? Which one do you I'm an, uh, an Apple guy. Apple guy? iPhone guy, yeah. Okay. Do you still have your original iPhone, the very first one? No. <laughs> I think they took that from the... Well, you know, the trade-in, they give you so much money for right, it. So it's probably right. in some third-world country now. <laughs> Somebody's got it. Well, they, they, I'm on they get outdated, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, You've got to replace them. you got to, you know, they get obsolete in, uh, you know, electronics, whatever, right? Stereo equipment, whatever it might be. A lot of things get obsolete. So what I've got is I've got some outdated rules uh, that maybe folks still cling to. Uh, some of these are, are definitely ones we hear quite often, even now, even you know, currently with things that have been going on this year. So let's talk about them, what they are. Are they outdated? Should we just kind of you know, push those off to the side and just kind of roll from there? So I'll give you, for example, a pretty easy one, the 4% rule. We hear it all the time. Even still, it's been around for what, since like the 80s? Yeah, it started in the 80s, actually, yeah. um, by a financial advisor called William Bengen. And what was happening there, the 80s, stock market returns were on fire, right? They sure, were yeah. going up by leaps and bounds. And so people are coming into his office on reviews and say, hey, I want to take 10% out of my account. And he's like, you can't do that. You're going to run out of money. I'm like, what are you talking about? I made 17% this year. I can take out 10. Still have seven left in there. He's like, it doesn't always go up. And so he did what's called Monte Carlo simulation. That's a fancy word for like crash test dummies, right? What do we do when we want to test a car? We, we, we simulate it, right? All these different hits, you know, right. side blow and front on and all this kind of stuff. Well, Monte Carlo is simulating different things going on in the stock market and bond market, those types of things. So when he ran all these Monte Carlo simulations, what they found was that if you had a 60% um, allocation to equities, 30% to bonds, and 10% to cash, that your safe withdrawal rate for this to last 30 years was 4%. And so that's kind of became the standard, industry standard, of only take 4% off of your account. Well, you also have to follow that up with where were interest rates in the 80s? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They were really high, right? You get a decent amount on cash, and bonds are paying decent. So Morningstar, a couple of years ago, went back and revisited that same methodology, okay? So let's say you want that same 60% allocation to equities. And, well, that's the question. How long do you want your retirement plan to last? Do you only want it to last 30 years? What if you retire at 60? That means you're going to expire at 90? Well, Maybe, but what if you don't? What if you're living long? Longevity is one of those issues, right? About outliving your money. But let's go with 30 years. Then what kind of probability of success do you want? In other words, do you want your plan to work half the time? Do you want it to work 75% of the time? Do you want it to work 90? Or maybe you want it to be 99, okay? If you're getting on a plane, do you want a plane that's got a 50% chance of making it? <laughs> right. Or one that's got a 99%. Most of us want, you can't get 100, right? There's specifically very difficult to get to 100, but 99 is pretty high. So if a 99% at 30 years of retirement 
Well, guess what your safe withdrawal rate is now with 60% to stocks, 30% to bonds, 10% to cash. It's 1.9. Hmm. So that's wow. more than 50% drop from what the normal rule is. Right, right. So should you follow the 4% rule? Probably not. Probably it's not. an outdated rule. You need to upgrade, just like you upgrade your phone. You need to upgrade your retirement plan. Now, can you get 4% income? Yeah, there's ways to do that. Okay, but you just have to understand if you just use these old rules, that things have changed, right? The market's different today. Interest rates are one affecting it the most is where interest rates are on bonds and other safe things. So you just need to have a plan to see how much you could take out, how you can fill the income that you need coming from safer, smarter places. Okay, so that's the 4%. Now this one, and I think a lot of us are familiar with it and have heard it, uh, but this one maybe not so much, the ten five three rule. Back on the cocktail napkin approach to retirement planning, you know, you say, okay, your allocation of stocks, you can assume 10% long-term growth on that. Bonds, we assume 5% and 3% on cash. So use those interest rates, that's how you come up with your plan. Well, that's great if you got those rates, but those are long-term trends, right? So if you fast forward to today, where's the market at? Is it returning 10% this year? No, so far it's still down. Now there's great days and there's bad days. How about bonds? Bonds are not paying 4%. It's a very lucrative interest rate if you can find that. Those are very, very low, but cash is, I mean, cash is basically zero. You think about it. I mean, if you, how much are you getting on your savings at the bank? So the rules have changed. You can't just assume those rules and put them into your plan. You need to assume, okay, if these things stay where they are, if we still have the volatility in the market like we're having, if we have the low interest rates on fixed income securities and we have nothing on cash, how can I retire? How can I generate the income that I need and make sure that income lasts as long as I do? There's easy ways to do that. You just have to look for those. I have to be made aware of those different tools, but you can't follow the ten five three anymore. It just doesn't work. Okay. And we talked a little bit, and you mentioned bonds in there, in that rule. So the whole changing from stocks to bonds as we age, you know, that's that's kind of always been one of those general rules of thumb that we hear about and continue to hear about, even when interest rates have been crazy like this year. Yes, because back, you know, 80s and 90s, the, they paid a decent interest rate, and right. they weren't callable either. And most people looked at individual bonds, not bond funds like people are doing today. So there's two things about this transition from stocks to bonds as you get older. It's just meant to say, hey, I should get money from high risk into something that's lower risk. That just makes sense. Okay. But bonds are not the only thing that's lower risk. In fact, bonds still have risk to it. It's just risk of a different color. Now, it's not going to be as risky as a stock. It's not going to go down by 30% in a month, but it can go down by 10. The other thing, too, is that most people, most advisors are recommend that you move from stock funds, mutual funds, into bond mutual funds. That's a little scary because a bond mutual fund, when they tell you about what its return has been, that's a thing called a total return. Hey, last year this thing made 7%. Okay. Well, you have to remember that bonds are loans. You're loaning money to an entity and they're paying you interest and they're going to pay you back that whole amount at the end of that loan. Okay. So in a bond fund, if it's paying its total return is seven, you need to say, okay, well, the next question you say, well, what's the coupons? How much cash is coming from those companies I'm lending the money to? And let's say you look at that and you say, okay, well, that's 3%. Where's this other 4% coming from? Well, it's coming from the value of those bonds which changes with interest rates. When interest rates go down, the value of a bond goes up. So that value, though, is fictitious, if you will, because in order to lock that in, you got to sell the bonds at the appreciated price mm -hmm. and lock that in. Right. Well, if you hold the bonds to maturity, that goes away, or if interest rates go up, it's going to go away. So really what you're looking at, you don't get, you're not getting seven, you're actually getting three. 
That changes your dynamic a little bit. So you need to find an alternative to bonds as opposed to, I mean, I, I believe in that, that you need to go from risk to safety, more safety, closer you get to retirement, but bonds are not the answer. There's other alternatives and they're fantastic alternatives if you're just made aware of them. So that's what we use in our practice. That's what we show our clients. If you've never been shown that, then you got to give us a call and come in and look for alternatives to bonds because when interest rates start to creep up, those bonds are going to lose value. And if you'd like to reach out to Eric, it's 515-226-1500, 515-226-1500. We're talking outdated rules. I think we can squeeze at least another one in here. Uh, I'm calling this the million-dollar rule. And it's basically that number, that arbitrary number that we've kind of all assigned and said, well, a million dollars is the goal. I have to be a millionaire, hit the million bucks, or otherwise I can't retire. You know, and I don't, I don't know where it's, maybe it's just because it's a nice round number. Maybe because people just want to say, yes, I made it to a million. I don't know. But you might not need a million. You might need two, right? Or you <laughs> might need 200,000 only or whatever. Yeah, it's an arbitrary thing, but I think ingrained in our psyche and the, uh, the Americana, if you will, is just a millionaire. You know, a millionaire's life on easy street. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I would yeah. like to say it too, sure. Well, think about it. This is when you're showing someone town. This is where the millionaires live. You know, they live over in this section. No, town. that's true. Right. So, and I had a client that had this same thought process, right? We went through his plan and I showed him, say, you could retire now if you wanted to, based on what you're spending, how much you saved. You're like, I know. I just want to get my retirement account up to a million dollars. Just a goal I've had. And I said, okay, you know, that that's it's your money too. You know, think about creating a plan, it's your plan, but you know, you make the final decision. We're helping you, but it's what you want to do. So he just wanted to continue working. And guess what? He hit that million dollars. And guess what he did? He retired. Okay. But guess what happened shortly after he retired? Oh no. What? He passed away. Oh, did he really? Oh. Yeah. I totally out left field. No one no health concerns at all and just right. you know, struck, you know, it was it was tragedy. Thing was he could have enjoyed retirement a lot more. Right. If he would, because it took him about another year and a half to get up to this million dollars he was looking for. So right. sometimes why are you chasing it? You know, <laughs> why you want to get that just to say you did it. OK, well, that's certainly. But think of all the memories you could have had along the way. So sometimes, again, what Warren Buffett says, why risk what you already have for something that you don't need? Did you need to get to a million dollars? No. Why did you want to do that? Just because. Well, what about all this other stuff you could have done? You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including 
including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.